Yay! I am so excited to be here. So I'm going to let my friend Jordan know that I'm on the line. And then in just a moment, we're going to get started with the first episode of Journal the Girl. And there she is. I joined it and I was just like, I should have told her like when to call. And then you called and I was just like, thank goodness. I'm just so pleased that you are a smart person that knows. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like but wait, she said she was going to call me, but it said sign in. So I'm going to call her. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and join back. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for, thank you for not not uh yeah say thank you for understanding so uh i definitely had a brain fart but um you know that's okay because this is a journal uh to growth <laughs> okay never mind i'm sorry <laughs> bottom ching all right but, um, but yeah so i am so excited to be talking to you right now because we have been planning this like for a while actually <laughs> Uh, we already got the graphics created, like we already thought about like the structure and um, the things that we wanted to share. And like, I was literally just talking to my my brother, uh, James, about like this whole like journal to growth journey. And, yeah. um, and how like the version of me that exists today is like baby me's like wildest dreams. Like it is like so crazy, like the, to like like the progress that I've already made, which yeah. just just reinforces the necessity of like documenting where I am now, so that future me can just like see that growth, see that path, and then also like somebody else can be looking at this and like perhaps be inspired or motivated to like you know keep on just keep swimming on some door. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just. I'm real happy about it. So, yeah. How are you? <laughs> how are you, by the way? <laughs> I am good. I am it's overwhelmed, but good. Like, it's good. It's overwhelming in a good way because, like, I got, you know, obviously a lot of stuff going on. But I had to sit over here and tell you um, about the progress on the boundaries that I made with my family members and um I don't know like hopefully it's for the best I mean like because you know how I was kind of like telling you before about like um this whole situation with my mom and yeah. you know like kind of like having to draw that like really hard boundary because there are certain things that she's done and I was just like ah, we're not gonna do that <laughs> I don't like that I don't like the way that it makes me feel and like um, for the longest time with her and my other sister or whatever, not like just like basically with everybody in my family, it was just kind of like they were, um, it was it, it, it offended them. It offended them that I was, um, that I was bold enough to sit over here and be like, okay, yo, like I love you. And I know that this is how we've been operating for years, but I don't like the way that it makes me feel. I don't like the way um, that I have to kind of like bite my tongue in order for, you, for for me to sit over here and make space for you to blatantly disrespect me in a way. And so with that being said, they kind of, um, they didn't like it, but I mean, we kind of talked it out. Obviously we tried to have adult conversations, quote unquote. 
and um basically like afterwards i think they get the gist so hopefully like it'll that's a boundary that i can continue to st- um, keep in place and then respect it because i'm just like you know like when you're the baby of the family it's kind of hard for anybody to ever fathom that you can actually form or create an opinion by yourself especially when they were always the ones to either form a form or create an opinion for you or come to your defense or rescue you from whatever situation that they thought like you couldn't handle or whatever not and um i think that's uh that's a part of like um a part of my growth journey only for the fact of like um i think they were so used to being able to be like like you know captain save a hoe like come save me or whatever not because at one point in time i did need their assistance but now i they they try to put me in that same situation when i'm not her anymore like i've i'm no longer the baby jordan as you would put it <laughs> or the baby sabrina you know i'm no longer that person like i've grown and i've learned at like with them sitting over here having to rescue me or save me or whatever or not. I learned how to sit over here and do it myself so I can rescue and save myself. I don't need anybody else's assistance. And I'm gonna like, of course, like we're all human. So we're gonna at some point in time, like need somebody's assistance. But I'm just saying as of right now, like for the situation that I'm in, you're trying to rescue me something that I don't need your assistance in. So yeah, uh, I think and it, that was like a really hard pill for them to swallow is because, you know, like it, they look at you in a different light and they can't sit over here and seem to look at you at any other way unless you actually be like kind of like i don't know <clears throat> kind of screaming at them or be like yo like i told you <laughs> or like get real like real real round with them for a second they'd be like oh and then they want to play the victim and i'm just like yo i've been telling you like chill <laughs> but i don't know but that's just me but um yeah like just you know the 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 boundaries that i've ended up setting i felt like for one, it helped me sit over here and grow into the person that I'm supposed to be. And um, I'm not being hindered by somebody trying to do it for me. And it also sits over here and it lets them know that like, hey, I'm going to be okay. Like, I know that you're worried about me, but I'm going to be okay. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> No, yeah, no, thank you for sharing. No, that's awesome. So I definitely, I want to hop into that. I like, I definitely want to like hear about what's going on in like, the things that were critical enough that you had to like set a hard line with people that are pretty close to you um, Mm -hmm. and just say like, hey, this is a boundary that you cannot cross. And um, I just want to take a step back from that and Mm -hmm. talk about value because you know what boundaries to set based off of what you value. Like you can't just all like haphazardly say, I'm not accepting this, I'm not accepting that. Because mm-hmm. in that way, you're kind of just hiding from your problems, right? Like yeah. if you if you have not like intentionally set a boundary that is consistent across like, you know, an entire like set of situations, then like, mm-hmm. you know, like it's not the same thing. So yeah. so yeah, so like what are some what are some of the things that today's Jordan values? like, you know, on purpose, you value that led you to deciding, okay, I need to set a boundary here because like this is, this, this is interrupting um, something that's important to me, or this is stopping something that's important to me. Like, what do you value? Like what came before the boundaries? Um, I valued my peace most definitely. That was like something that like my inner peace, whether whether it be like me with any type of relationship, because I noticed like uh, with my family and like, um, again, 
not trying to like down my mom or down like my sister or like my family because I love them dearly of course obviously you only, you only get one <laughs> you only get one yeah. family regardless if you like it or not but um it's just like the you know like the narcissistic family structure that I have come from um like with people not necessarily being happy for you unless your attention is about the like the, the spotlight is on them you know so like <clears throat> um one of the things that like was happening basically is you know like i'm about to get married we all know that so like i'm about to get married in november yay <laughs> um and basically like it was an issue between like me and my mom and my sister and they kept like having something to say and like i mean like especially like when i got when i got engaged like they had something to say and when i told them that i was going to have another baby they had something to say and it was it like it it, it just didn't necessarily help and put me at peace and it put me at ease and it seems like every time that they were calling it was about like foolishness or it was something that was just like way out of line like way left field and i'm just like enough is enough like i value my peace enough for me to sit over here and be like i love you but i gotta love you from a distance if you continue this type of behavior so with that being said um i had to basically have like um i had to kind of First, like, for, at least for my mom, like, I had to kind of, like, block her. I had to block her for what? That was, like, from November to, like, just as of recently, which was, like, last month, um, that we finally had a conversation. Um, and the crazy thing about it is, like, again, coming from a narcissistic, like, family structure or whatever or not, like, sometimes, like, you like you being in that 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 place of solitude or like removing yourself from like that that type of like behavior or whatever not it becomes kind of like addicting i don't know if like that makes any sense because but you become an addict to somewhat of like the drama and you could become an addict to kind of like um the person always being there because like i would call my mom like all the time like every single day and every single day we would like either chop it up or talk be talking about somebody and i'm just like you know like this is not healthy for my soul and it's not it's not normal for us to be able to have this type of relationship where it's like codependency and like i mean i just i couldn't handle it anymore and i'm just like it, it started to get to the point where like it was causing relation it was causing issues in my relationship because like my fiance is asking me like yo what's up with your mom why is she treating me like that or like my fiance would get upset and then he would sit over here and be like yo like I can't I, I don't like the way that your mom sat over here and did this and da 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 and my mom be like well I don't like that he did that this that and the third and then like I'm like the person that's caught in the middle because I love both of them and neither one of them are going anywhere you know so it's just kind of like you know um I kind of had to like reassess like how much I wanted to like break the generational curse quote unquote. Um, and I decided that like, I mean, if that's going to, if, if this is the person that I'm going to sit over here and spend the rest of my life with, this is the relationship that I have to hold on and value, um, a little bit higher and put in a little bit higher regard than uh, like my mother, because like, I'll, I love my mom. Don't get me wrong. I love her dearly. But again, she's not the one that I'm saying I do to like, she's not the one that I'm going into a covenant with. So with that being said, like, I have to kind of like put him in a higher regard because he's going to be my life partner. And my mom, she's already married. So she has her life partner. And I'm just like, okay, well, like there's certain things that like that can't occur anymore. And that's, there's certain things that I just don't want to sit over here and hand down to my children, to 
my children, like my daughters. Yeah. I want to have a healthy, like a, a healthy boundary with them. I want to, I want them to feel comfortable enough to tell me like, Hey mom, you, you did such an X, Y, and Z. And I, I don't, I didn't like the way that she moved. And I like me have to sit over here and be like, Oh damn, I'm sorry. I apologize. And that's one thing that I had told my mom. I was just like, I want to normalize apologizing to our children. Even if like, you don't feel like you did anything. If they feel, if they said that you hurt them, acknowledge it, accept it yeah. and move on. So like, I mean, it was, it was an issue with my mom. <clears throat> she didn't want to necessarily, um, accept, uh, like when I was telling her like the things that she's done and the, the things that she's hurt me with or whatever, not like she didn't necessarily, she found it very, very hard to accept it. Um, and she didn't, like when I sent, when I sent her that really long text message, she didn't reply back for a couple, like it, it, at that point in time, it had been a whole month. It had been a whole month and she didn't reply back. And I was just like, oh, wow. And so it wasn't until like my grandmother's funeral that like I finally actually got a response from her. And it wasn't until like my eldest sister had told her, like, stop calling me about it. Be an adult and talk to your adult child about the things that you've done because your behavior is not going to you're, like the way that you're continuing your behavior. It's not going to fix anything. And um, I think with me having that conversation with my mom kind of like opened up her eyes and held her more accountable to be like, Hey, like, okay, maybe like the things that I've done and said, maybe those are things that I shouldn't have done and said, and I apologize if they hurt you because that's not what I want out of the relationship that I have with any of my children. So, um, that kind of led me to like the more, like, I guess, like, I, yeah, I guess the word would be assertive, like be assertive, like mm -hmm. with your boundaries, even though like, you know, sometimes it might feel like lonely when you're separated, when you're in that, that, that season of separation, it might feel like really, really lonely. And I might feel like, oh damn, like, I really wish I could call this person. Cause there was plenty of times, like there were certain moments that I wish my mom was there, but it was just, my peace was my, my peace being disturbed was not worth it. Yeah. I think that you brought up so many like really interesting points that like I was really trying to listen and I just like couldn't even I couldn't even like list them all because I mean you were talking about like self-discovery, yeah. competing priorities, the complexity of like the web of relationships we're in mm -hmm. because like it's not just like your relationship with you know person A, person B talking to each other trying to solve a problem like it's also person C that knows these two people that will be affected by what's happening there's like some other person over here like it's just yeah. like a whole family of people that are interacting and sometimes even when you are very clear on what you value you are concerned about like maintaining those relationships so maybe you don't set the boundaries that you're supposed to set for a long time maybe you yeah. wait till you're in your late 20s to be like okay mom it's been quite a while and I'm I can't do this anymore and I value my time with you like immensely but after yeah. some reflection I value my peace and like you know like the ability to live like the life that I want and that I deserve and that I've, I've worked towards I value that higher you know and it's not like a matter of like like the life that you're building or your mom it's like it's just like mom I need you to see that I have worked really hard to build yeah. this life and I value the life that I've built very highly you know it is it is something that you care about deeply I just would like to invite you to care about this with me and I don't want you to be something that destroys it and so I really think that like that like I said definitely competing priorities but like self-discovery because you got to get to a point where you can just be like for sure this is what I want mom you cannot convince me that this is that not I what I want, want. 
you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> and that takes, like, that. so that's a whole nother thing. And then also you had kind of mentioned, like, a little bit affirmations, like affirming to yourself and affirming um, just out loud that certain things are true because you said that you had to decide that, like, okay, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with him you know I am entering into like a covenant with with him and like you know that is my truth and that is like the situation that I'm currently in and knowing that that's true and knowing that I value that like how do I move forward so it's just like I mean yeah definitely like I can definitely see all the things that go into like you know your your before you determine okay now it's time to set that boundary yeah yeah and you already know I can relate to you especially with like the relationship with your mom because I kind of had to go through a similar thing where Mm -hmm. I had to choose after a while, like, do you want to maintain this toxic relationship with your mom where she's constantly taking advantage of you and kind of like attacking you and stuff? Like, Mm -hmm. do you want like her having access to your life? Like, is that more important than like your actual well-being? Like if you're leaving these um, situations and you feel worse, you know, you're leaving these situations and like you haven't really gained anything. And like you said, maybe there's like some codependency y'all are like being unhealthy together like even if you enjoy that temporarily what's the long-term effect of that and so like I like snap 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 okay but like but no like I definitely I see where you come from I feel it I appreciate you sharing so okay so that so you having said that like is there anything like specific you wanted to say about like setting boundaries or you just kind of wanted to share this bit because like I'm already like I mean, this is beautiful, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, as far as setting boundaries, I'm just like, for whatever, like, you decide you want and out of your life, out of your career, out of your relationships with people, um, affirm it to yourself. Um, as, first of all, not only affirm it to yourself, but actually uh, notice that there is a need for change. Because if, yes. you don't notice that if there is no need for change, nothing will change. <laughs> so you have to sit over here and, and like take a step back, reassess your situation, whether it be with your, again, like with your career, your life, your personal choices, your lifestyle, like the partners or like your, your children, your relationships, whatever, um, reassess it. If there is a need for change, okay, cool. Like, so like you, at least you acknowledging that there is a need for change is the, is the hardest step. So now that you acknowledge that, 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 that there is a need for change, now you're going to sit over here and try to aff- affirm it to yourself and then create a, a create a plan of action. If you create a plan of action, then a lot of the times, like even hell, even writing it down, journaling about it, um, maybe like sticky notes, like if, if like, I'm gonna show you after. Okay, these are sticky notes. And these are like my affirmations that I say daily. Um, like yeah. I have sticky notes, like as far as my, um, my notebook or whatever not I have like stuff of course my my goals or whatever not right here so with that being said like it's important to make sure that you have a plan of action and then you execute after you sit over here and you've done all the planning you've done all the preparation um, you can only do planning and preparation for so long and if there is no action taken behind whatever plan that you're doing nothing is going to come to fruition you can hope you can pray you can sit over here and think and believe that just things are just going to happen to you and sometimes they do but there also needs to be some type of action behind whatever plan that you create yeah Yeah. no I love that I love that that's awesome yeah I definitely like yeah I'm definitely like on a similar wave like I I I kind of call that like don't get stuck in the information gathering phase you know because like 
you definitely like when you get when you're like in that research phase where you're trying to confirm something is true like you can really like get stuck there forever you know and then you oh, call yeah. your friend and then you hang up with one friend to call the other friend the other to just be like what you think about this you know and then like you just end up mm-hmm. spending weeks and maybe even months like in the same phase like literally Girl, just thinking about whether years. or not you're ready yeah. yeah, we spent years, like, especially when it came to our businesses, we spent years, like, for, like, just trying to sit over here and create, like, the perfect plan. And, you know, sometimes I think people get so caught up in, like, making sure that every meticulous detail is taken care of instead of just, like, okay, creating the plan and just, like, going for it. And I think uh, I think a lot of the times people will sit over here and they're afraid to fail because they feel like um, if they fail the first time, then, like, it's, it's a total failure and it's a total loss, total bust. Like, it's not even worth it. They should and try anymore and that's like that's that's the wrong mentality to kind of have especially if you're trying to sit over here and push through change and you feel like you're going against the grain because everything else everybody else is okay with the status quo but you can't sit over here and be okay with the status quo if you want something different because you see how everybody else's life has turned out and the fact that you're seeing that like you don't like how everybody's life has turned out you want something different you have to go against your grade you have to continue to push you have to continue to sit over here and be like okay this is not what i want so i'm gonna go ahead and try something different and if that thing doesn't work we're gonna try something else as you would say pivot so (laughs) you gotta pivot pivot yes (laughs) so yes no i love i love that too because like i mean I'm a, so I'm gonna try and pull that together because I had I had an idea and I don't want to lose it, but mm-hmm. but essentially because like we were talking about like values and how like you know knowing your values requires a bit of self discovery and then like setting boundaries you know so that you can minimize the number of like variables like like because like you know what kind of life you want you know like what you're looking for and the reason why you set boundaries it's not just to spite whomever like has upset you right but because like you value like you value like the outcome you want to manifest so much that you will remove any like harmful variables that you can like anything Mm -hmm. that you see and that you can diagnose and that you can move you definitely get rid of and i think that the more we focus on like what are our values and what are our boundaries the more aligned we get, which was like yeah. the the next thing I wanted to talk about. So I love yeah. you. like we're we're leading that way. But yeah, if you want to manifest a new outcome, you need to align yourself with the life that leads to that outcome. And yeah. I think part of the the fear of failure that you mentioned is actually a fear of success. What if this shit works out and I don't actually want it? Like, you know, like you yeah. ain't thought too hard about it. Yeah. You just kind of doing what people told you to do. You just kind of like moving with emotions and you don't know what you're aligned with. Like people be like, I, I've literally had people come to me and just be like, oh, I wish I had dreams like you. I wish that I had like goals. And I'm like, bro, like where you think these goals come from? You know, like it's literally like me measuring where I'm at versus where I want to go. And I'm trying to figure out what are the steps in between. Yeah. And when we think about like, alignment too like you're saying like planning for a long time you know I don't want to like confuse people to just say that like oh if something takes a long time then you're in a certain phase too long because in the grand scheme of things maybe like a year or two doing something over your whole life is worth it but like um but like but also at the at the same time like when you like repeatedly don't take action in a certain area you Mm -hmm. know like it's like I think that like I think that that is I think that's like, that's you crippling yourself. You're either crippling yourself because 
you're afraid of succeeding and this not being what you want or mm -hmm. you're afraid of succeeding and you can't handle success or you're afraid of like the public humili humiliation of failing in which case it ain't worth that much to you anyway because then you would have you would have wanted to do it more than once right and it's kind of like mm -hmm. i don't want to call nobody out but like literally i was just like i was just at somebody's house where i'm like looking at their living situation versus mine and i really don't think that i'm like peak or nothing like i really feel like i'm real average yeah but i was like thinking about like their situation versus mine and like the basically the gap and they came from like the same place i came from like we started like on the same street basically and i'm like thinking like i'm looking at like how they are like moving while i'm there and it's like snacks everywhere and they like real leisurely and like it's just like little things that i'm noticing about like they like about like how they choose to live and again not judging nobody this their life but i'm just noticing the difference because we did come from such a similar circumstance and i'm and i really like i had this thought in my head that sometimes like our our like desire for like temporary comfort yeah. like you know our our desire to align ourselves with like being comfortable today you know like just don't kill my vibe today like if when that outweighs like long-term goals too long you know mm -hmm. i think that that is also a sign of misalignment because you think that you align you think that you vibing every day but over a long term uh, over um a long time period like it creates like drastically different results for people and i kind of and the reason why i bring up this person that like really made me think about this is mm -hmm. that you are literally going through the same thing with your family because it's just like you have made small different steps like you know like seeking yeah. alignment with the best version of jordan you didn't know what that looked like because you didn't have an example of what the best jordan would look like but you did know at the time i like this i'm gonna move towards that you know i'm gonna move towards this until you got to where you are now yeah. and so i just like you know i just want to say like i don't know i just i just the whole like the idea of manifestation and the idea of like visualizing success mm -hmm. so that you can manifest that outcome you know and then like affirming to yourself that that's what you really want because yeah. like because what are you afraid of for real like is it fear of failure or is it fear of success like girl anyway that's <laughs> like like but anyway like you i mean you have like just generated all these little thoughts all these thoughts in me so like i don't want to bow i don't want to babble too much but mm -hmm. like but i don't know if you have anything to piggyback off of that but like that's just like that's what you had my brain thinking about while you were going through that <laughs> no um like just to kind of like piggyback off of like kind of like what you were saying about like you know the comfort zones or like you just say you aligning yourself with comfort you know like i feel like sometimes um when we've come to a place and I know that I was there for a really long time. And I think now me getting back into school is kind of like me getting out of that comfort zone and me wanting and excelling and reaching for more. Um, first, like I surrounded, like I saw the type of people that I was surrounding myself with and because they were, they, they were comfortable with comfort. I was comfortable with comfort. 
And it wasn't until like we started our friendship and I saw that like, hey, you got your bachelor's degree. And I was just like, dang, like I don't even have a degree at all. And I'm just like, because you got your bachelor's degree and I'm obviously my fiance, he has his bachelor's degree. And then now my sister, she went to go get her bachelor's degree and she's now working on her master's. I'm surrounded by people that have an education. And even though I could sit over here and I could keep up with you as far as having a conversation with you um, in ways it made me feel inadequate. And I'm not saying that you ever made me feel that way. It's just like, you know, it's kind of like an inner internal thing. And like me, even though I could keep up with you, I kind of felt like inadequate to sit over here and be your friend because I'm just like, you know, friends are supposed to sit over here and like push each other and excel and like do things together. And I felt like at certain times, like I wasn't able to, um, keep up with you in a way that like, you know, like friends should. Am I making sense when I say that? So it's yeah. just like, you know, like um, I got so co- like uh, coming from a place where like I was so uncomfortable and coming from a place where like I was at one point, uh, one, one point in time homeless. I was sitting over here like one point in time, like I didn't know where my next meal was coming from. I could barely put gas in my car and stuff like that. And then now getting to getting to that space, I was so scared of leaving that space because I was just like, OK, if I leave this space, then I don't know if I'm going to have to sit over here and revert back to me being homeless or me sitting over here not not knowing where my next meal is coming from so that that fear of uncertainty yeah the fear of uncertainty and I'm just like okay well now that I've sat over here and I've established myself to the point where like I know that I I know that I'm gonna have a job I know where my paycheck is coming from I have like the stability that I needed I wanted to sit over here and get out of my comfort zone because like now like now I know that like goals are never met in the comfort zone you know and like um i wanted to sit over here and be like oh dang like now i have two kids so i i've hit my ceiling at you know at corporate america and i wanted to pivot because this is not something that i want to see myself doing with for the next 50 to 60 years like i don't want to I want to do this like for the next 50 to 60 years I want to have like a career that I actually enjoy and with that being said like I decided okay well I'm gonna sit over here and even though I don't know what's gonna happen I'm gonna sit over here and you know kind of kind of push through it because I know eventually if I continue to sit over here and be uncomfortable I'm going to eventually get to that place where I'm comfortable again because if I've done it once I can do it again And that's how I have to sit over here and like, you know, approach like every situation from now on. Like sometimes like I was like a really, really like a like a worry wart. And I was always worried about like, oh, my God, like, am I going to have enough money? Is my kids going to be taken care of? And And I'm just like, bitch, you got this. Like you did the you did the like the hardest stuff. Like some people would sit over here and crack and crumble underneath and you did it. Not only you did it, but you did it by yourself. So now that I actually have the support, bitch, I'm popping, okay? I'm a pop musket, okay? I don't know about you, but I'm a pop musket. <laughs> Cause I know I got I it. it. So with that being said, like, you know, it's just like, it's all about your environment, the people that you surround yourself with. And like something that I've hear from millionaires all the time, and mentors, like the uh, mentors of millionaires and stuff like that, or mentees of millionaires is, if you want to sit over here and learn how to make a million dollars, ask a millionaire. Don't ask uh, Sleepy Joe over there in the corner or whatever not. That's on the same <laughs> level as you. Sit over here and go ask a million millionaire how, how they sat over here and they made a million dollars. That's that for one, you just wanting to sit over here and be connected to that type of person that aligns you with where you want you to get, to get your goals. And nine times out of 10, they'll give you a blueprint. 
they'll give you the blueprint but the, the, the thing is they can give you the blueprint all day long it's just it, it's only if you're going to sit over here and get out of your comfort zone to get where they are girl so i'm not gonna mention the conversation we had earlier where i was like they can have these plans <laughs> i'm just saying but i mean like i mean if you want to sit over here and get get to where like you see everybody else sitting, sitting over here saying like oh dang they got this they got that what are you gonna do to sit over here and get it because a lot of times people want the result and they want the accolades they want the they want the end result without any of the work and sometimes they sit over here and they get jealous of the people that actually got what they got because they worked hard but they're not willing to put in the work but they're mad that they're not they're not willing to put in the work to get where they are they just want it handed to them and that's not how it works yeah. so but that being said it's important for you to sit over here i mean it's important for you to sit over here and make sure that you align yourself get out of your comfort zone and make sure that you're able to achieve and reach that goal that you're looking for um that that's that's going to bring about change because if you don't then you can't be mad at the situation or the place that you're stuck in. Yeah. So like, I mean, a lot there, I can't respond to everything. So definitely first, I like, I know that you have said that before, but like, I literally never like think about it that way. Like I never think like, cause like definitely like, I'm not going to have like just anybody in my life, you know, like <laughs> I, I am, I am picky because I think one of the things that I have learned um, through enough of those uncomfortable situations is discernment one of the benefits of like getting into an uncomfortable situation is that you learn what you don't want so i do think that like even with all the discernment i had like learned so far up until like meeting you and like becoming friends with you like i still did not like think like oh this person is not like worthy of my time because like you know like if i don't like something then i would have been like girl like i'm not dealing you know like no like what, what, what i'm gonna do is yeah <laughs> So like, and I've always been like real bold and direct because one of the things that is really important to me is um, being honest about, being honest and transparent about like where I am now and what I'm thinking so that I can make those steps forward. And so something that I did not understand when I was younger that now I think is one of my superpowers is like my ability to just like, kind of like summarize uh, what I'm currently thinking. Like, honestly, like without like, you know, like, yeah. without like um beating around the bush too much because like I think that when I was like pre before I met you like when I was younger that was something that I noticed people in my family um did for the children and obviously a lot of people do that for children mm -hmm. but like I wanted to know stuff because I had as a child dealt with homelessness and and, and like a lot of things that mm -hmm. before I got to staying with the people that helped me like my my aunt and uncle who ended up like kind of saving me but like so like, so, you know, so first, like I didn't even, like I really didn't think about myself like even like in that way. And, but I'm glad that like, I'm glad that like you were the kind of person that like saw that and you were just like, this person uh, is motivating because like, to me, like I felt like it was motivating to, to meet somebody that was in the same place as me that had like had a similar past. Cause not a lot of people had, had have like can say they have the same background because not everybody you meet can just be like I was homeless at like pretty much as a child you know yeah and not a lot of people you meet like and you know there's a lot of single mothers but not all the single mothers end up um having the career success we do and not all the single mothers have the same interests and yeah. can speak on stuff this in a similar way so to me it was like a blessing to find a friend that like spoke my language 
had a similar background and experience, similar interests. And and like and when I met you, I thought that you were trying to reach for the stars. So I was like, oh well, I love that. I, I want to be around that kind of person. So like it's so like it's so crazy though. Like the people internal struggles because I felt. Um, mm -hmm. I felt inadequate in some ways because like it took me like eight years to get my degree because like I was a teen parent so I had to work full time the whole time. Yeah. And so like I felt like I was behind other people and I did I got married at the wrong time, you know, I had kids in the wrong order, I got my degree in the wrong order and all kind of stuff. But like just I guess just the fact that like, you know, crawl if you must type deal, you know, Martin Luther yeah. King. Um, I, I guess like having that mentality and then like coming across somebody else with that mentality, even if like we individually like hadn't grown up enough to notice that about each other. Mm -hmm. I think that like, I think that that is, I think that's amazing, like honestly. And so like, it's just like, I know that, I know that you had thought that like in the past, but mm -hmm. it's just so crazy to me to hear though, because like literally like on my end, I was just like, I thought that you were cool. Like I was like talking to the other people in the office thinking that you wouldn't talk to me. And then like you, like, you know, I was just like, I thought, like, I thought I was a loser. <laughs> like I really thought, I thought that I was the one that you wouldn't want to be friends with. And it's hilarious for you to be like, yeah, you seemed like a little bit like, like we wouldn't be friends and like, but it's just, it was literally just our own insecurities, I guess. Yeah. Like, cause we were yeah. younger.